Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, Freak Show Jam. Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, Freak Show Jam. Jam. That's right. Ah. Right. Round two. <laughs> That's true. We're trying this again. We had technical difficulties. Yeah. So we were trying to we were trying to do the first segment from my new whip. Whoop whoop. Brand new whip got one fucking key. <laughs> so you only have one key? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot deal with you right now. Yeah, because that's what the song says, right? Yeah. That that little baby song. I cannot. I cannot stand any of the babies. I like the baby. Mm. And little baby can rap when he like he he can rap, but I I don't really like I don't really care for his voice or his uh his hooks. Mm. But yeah, I think I was still connected to the to the Bluetooth. Oh, that's and so why. yeah, so it came through super super uh, broadcasty. Yeah. Mm. Hey, welcome to the Freak Show podcast. Yeah, you got you got to like welcome to the Freak Show podcast. What are we in one division? Right. As president of the United States, I am the first president to go to the Pan American Council. I don't, I don't, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a that's a an imitation from the uh, the I, I guess the only clip that we have of Benjamin Harrison speaking. Damn. Yeah. During his presidency. Yeah, because remember he was president from eighteen eighty nine to eighteen ninety three. So you know, having uh, the recordings back then they were they were something different. You know, it was all staticky. They didn't really have a. They couldn't really get bass, so everybody from back then sounds like they were. That sounds like they were speaking at a way higher pitch. Hey, they were basically Mickey Mouse. Right. What's up, folks? I mean, not that I couldn't buy that he had that he sounds exactly like he does in the recording. Oh. I I, I think he would. I think so. I don't know. Let's uh. Let's look up a a picture of one of the more mediocre presidents, Mister T- Mister I like tariffs himself. Ah, uh, as president of the United States, tell me tell me he don't sound like that. He sounds like the guy from Titanic. Iceberg right ahead. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Y- y'all y'all ought to look up the um, what is it? Those clips of presidents speaking. I think we, we we went through that, didn't we? Did we do it on the show? No. Oh, okay. I think we did it like on our own free time, cause yeah, that's that's who we are, baby. Yeah. We we <laughs> listen to random stuff like that. Yeah, I was jammed to that shit. I was like, uh, yeah. Warren Harding got bars. <laughs> wow. Nah, I, I, even if he was alive today, he would have no bars. <laughs> yeah. He would uh, he would have an Ill- an, Ill- an illegitimate child though. Ooh, yeah. Damn. Right. You went there. Yeah, and uh, speaking of presidents and their fuckery. Uh, Trump is going through his impeachment trial right now, and not just the first one, the, the second, second one. one. Yeah, cause uh, I-, I guess he was I guess he was just going for the high score. <laughs> Well, he got it. Ah. Hmm. Get more jobs than the high, than than any other president has ever gotten, 
or get more impeachments. Hmm. I mean, if I go for the impeachments, I only need two. Only? Only two. How many times can a person be impeached? Well, we don't know. We don't know. He's the only one that's been impeached twice. Yeah. I mean, as many times as it takes to, to bar them from office again. Damn. That sucks. I mean, for him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Not for his base, because, I mean, they're just going to get angrier as their lives get a little better. Yeah, they're still saying, oh, it's 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 just, you know, the Democrats have nothing else to do. They just want to push this over. I'm here thinking, like, what? It's like, to be honest, they, they'd rather, you know, they'd rather do, or at least, you know, the, the, the good Democrats, anyway, would rather be focused on, on aid and on turning up, on turning this uh, minimum wage up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, also, this guy, this guy's dangerous. You know, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure that anybody wants to be, you. You know, using resources and time on this on this impeachment trial. But he's dangerous, and if he's not barred from running again, he'll do it again in 2024, and maybe on a larger scale. But see, people's argument is like, oh, but he's no longer president. Why are you going after him? The same way you would go after a doctor if you after he retired, you learned that he was killing patients. The same way you would go after retired cops if you heard that they were planting evidence that's the same way he fucked up at his job and not just fucked up in like a oh that looks bad people died yeah people died uh as an indirect result of of hi- of him fueling this lie that that i mean fueling no yeah fueling his own lie fueling a lie that he manufactured that you know feckless Pointless, weak Republicans just want to, you know, they want to, they want to keep, they want to hold on to Trump's base because that's, that's, that's another thing that I want to talk about too, is that this is the Republican party. Mm -hmm. You know, this craziness, the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world and the Lauren Boeberts and, uh, what's it called? The, who's the other guy? The basically of their ilk. That's the Republican Party. Just because, just because the most of the politicians, most of the Republican politicians themselves, aren't you know calling for, calling for the hangings of the Obamas and Pelosi and other major Democrats. Public, public executions. Yeah, just because the 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 politicians aren't aren't calling for that, doesn't mean that's not a normal thing, in terms of the people. And let's keep it real. The people make the party. The people could always that they're the they far, the the people who would still vote for Trump even right now, even right this second, if some just had for whatever reason there was a vote right this second. The people who who would still vote for Trump far outnumber the people on the right who wouldn't. <laughs> this is scary. So yeah, the, this needs to be shut down all the way. Or at least sh- Trump needs to be shut down all the way, because you know, just because just because he's impeached, just because he'll be impeached, doesn't mean that this rabid craziness won't is gonna stop. Who did I hear that was it Don Junior that said he was gonna run to oh, get gosh. Liz Cheney's position? 
How does he live in Wyoming? Uh, is that what I read? To avenge his father. How <laughs> Star Wars of him, right? Jesus, I read some <laughs> shit like that. Well, you know, I read a lot of stuff, so who knows what's true? But I could see it though. Don Jr. is just on a, you know, he's just been on coke field benders, just saying whatever the hell. Cause see, I don't, I don't think that he's being like pushed around by Don Senior. I think, I think that they, that they're just doing coke together, genuinely believing what each other, what the other, what the other says. All of the Trump family members who might launch their own bids for office. Uh, Don Trump see. Jr. Donald Trump Jr. decided against a Wyoming Senate run in twenty twenty. But he doesn't live in Wyoming. Also, he can't speak. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Didn't they do a video on that too? Like trying to memeify that? Is Sarah Huckabee running for governor? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, she wants to be governor of Arkansas. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, she wants to. She wants to follow in her dad's footsteps. I can't stand her face. Honestly. Like, her face bothers me. Her face looks like it could go, like, one of two ways. Like, either she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, or she's, like, offended that the vague, that you're, that you, that you're asking for details on the vague thing that she said. Look at these faces. Yeah, what see, this, this one. This, this third one, that's my favorite. She looks so offended that she was asked a question that she doesn't want to answer. She needs, she needs to, uh... And this one, she's saying, who the fuck she do you has think a you're book? talking to? She has a book called Speaking for Myself. Mm. Bet speaking you are not for speaking for yourself. Yeah, right. My goodness. And wasn't uh, wasn't Mike trying to run for president a few years ago? Who? Her dad? Probably. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, no thanks. Just, just no. <sighs> and wasn't he in support of the... Of the people, you know, opposing marriage licenses to gay people? Yeah. What is this? According to Forbes. What is this, Forbes? Arkansas. Arkansas's lieutenant governor drops out of gubernatorial race after Sarah Huckabee announces her run. Damn. Because they know it's going to get dirty. I guess so. They yeah. know it's going to get dirty. They're like no, this shit works straight for for Trump. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go the way Kevin Van Osdall went. Nigga lost his family going against uh going against Marjorie Green. Oh, he's he's the the lieutenant governor Tim Griffin. He announced on Monday that he's gonna begin his campaign instead to become Arkansas's attorney general, saying he can do more for Arkansas in a different capacity. I mean, nice cover up, but right. We know what the business is. We know what the business is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'll take a big glass of no thank you. I can't stand her face. I'm sorry. I'm all for women supporting women, but that's a woman I can't support. You know whose face I can't stand? Who? Marjorie Green. Oh. Marjorie Taylor Green. She got kicked off of her uh, her house assignments, her committee assignments. Ah, but I said. Right. But she didn't even want to be on them. But I said. Can you believe she said that shit? 
Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't want committee because I want to I want to see exactly what she said. Um, so not being on committees basically means that you're kind of just there. Mm-hmm. That you can't you can't push for legislation. You can't really you can't really do you can't really do that big man shit. <laughs> I'm trying to see. That was a terrible, uh. That's a terrible Islander accent. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to find her tweet. Where's her tweet? Which one? The one that the one that she said that she didn't want to do. That she didn't even want any assignments. Yeah. And the hearing was pretty embarrassing too. It was like, she believes it happened, but then she's not really given. Like she she believes that nine eleven happened, but she's not really saying, you know, she's not really coming out and saying for the American people, like, but this wasn't a conspiracy. Or oh, her Twitter was uh, suspended too. Not good. Nor is she really coming out and saying that the shootings were like just you know psychos shooting up a school, psychos shooting up a, a concert. Rather than and and you know shows that gun control is necessary rather than, because imagine why like. Remember when she was harassing David Hogg, mm-hmm. and then she's talking about that she's that she uh she's licensed to carry a gun, and reasonably so he just continues not talking to her not 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 talking to her because from that point, he has to be thinking oh well she's got her gun on her right let's yeah let's let's just not talk to her yeah. Do you think? Does she have kids? Does she? I I I think so, right? I think, cause I think we did look that up, right? I don't remember. Yeah, she has three children. Three children. I wonder if there was like a school shooting at one of her kids' school. Is she gonna say that it's also false? Or what? what? Does she homeschool them? Nah, she just she she'd go in there, you know, crying about why the security guard. Didn't have a gun. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, she said that to David Hogg. She said if the security guards would have had guns, then uh, the shooting wouldn't have happened. The shooting wouldn't have... Yeah. She's going on Newsmax. She literally said the only way to kill a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I, mean, I, I guess, but I mean... How she's, about we stop the gun? How about we stop before the gun even gets there? She's posting up shit on her Instagram, encouraging prison riots. Will Cory Bush be stripped of committee assignments after encouraging prison riots? Leading the BLM mobs in St. Louis sounds like encouraging violence. Hashtag House of Hypocrites. Oh, that's another thing. That's true. She's trying to. I, I think um didn't didn't some Republicans want like one for one. Oh yeah, somebody goes, hey, Trump supporters, there's a comment. When is Trump supposed to be inaugurated again? I can't keep up with all the changing of the dates. Yo, for real. I've I've heard something about like there there like some cues some people who still believe in Q is like they think there's gonna be some blackout and then that Trump's gonna be like restored when the government's restored or some crap. That's what I saw somebody believed when she's like on I think CNN talking about how she used to be a Q, a QAnon believer. Yeah. And she was like deep in that rabbit hole. 
and uh, she was talking about how she was always a person who she just kind of did what she was told and when she was starting to have when she was starting to see Q stuff it was from liking it was from liking posts Trump posts and then some stuff so the algorithm started seeing that and started pushing Trump's Trump pro Trump stuff to her and then she started talking to her friends who were way bigger Trump supporters and fell down the rabbit hole mm. yeah they gave her stuff to read and and uh, YouTube videos to watch I'm sure Prager you jeez this shit gets scary and it feeds off of people's distrust so like this continued manufacturing of distrust in uh in media distrust in science distrust in things that are supposed to be like cause just distrust in just authority in general I get that but distrust in science why that's a lot of people that support her. That's kind of crazy. What? She posted uh two days ago, after spending decades selling the American people out, the swamp and the fake news want you to believe that after being in office for 35 days, that I'm the greatest threat to America. The Dude. real reason I'm the greatest threat is that I'm, I'm, I'm one of you and they hate me for it. You're not one of us, girl. But she kind of is one of them. Yeah. Somebody writes, spin it however you want. Your ignorance, hateful videos, and social media posts and outdated value systems do not represent our country or our people. Like. Absolutely. But, unfortunately, she she seems to represent the people of Georgia 14. Yeah. At least enough of the people. Funny how we never had fake news until we had a fake president. Now we have some nut job who thinks that the California wildfires were started by Jewish space lasers. You're going to get so much play out of this one, clown. I, I still can't like the 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 wild claims they just make about So she's insisting that a Jewish space laser Why wouldn't the laser have even regardless of, of what religion operates the laser the laser would have destroyed way, way more and way more efficiently than any wildfire, wouldn't have? Mm. I just... Some idiot saying here how David Hogg is just exploiting it for fame. Ah, uh, see, he drank the Kool-Aid. He drank the Kool-Aid. He's with her. That person's with that person's with Green. So the girl, it's a girl. She writes, "We hate the horrific things you said and the hate you spewed at real children. Your apologies can't erase that. Can't take away that you, a mother, thought screaming at kids who had been shot at in a high school, and calling them liars was acceptable, heroic even. Yeah, we hate that. And then someone's like, "Was David Hogg shot, or was he making a name for himself on the bodies of children?" And then she writes, you don't need to be shot to be traumatized during a shooting. And your argument, you arguing my point says more about you and your empathy than it does anything else. Honestly. And then. The- wait, 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 wait. So who does she expect to come speak out about that? The, the, the dead people? Right. So then this idiot, crazy Irish, that's the name. Odd you can pass judgment on me, but leave out attention, an attention-seeking teenager. This young man went through something terrible and now is exploiting it for fame. This is what is happening. Is it bad to point out, to point that out? 
What? It's horrible to try to gaslight him. What the fuck? So someone, the same, the, the, the one with the common sense here. It's a weird thing to point out and a weird thing to care about. A teenager goes through something terrible, fights for others with similar experiences and worse yeah. fates, then goes to incredible college because of unimaginable experiences and probably an essay or public speeches. Then people are mad about it. Just seems so strange to me. I wish every student who had to move on and heal after a shooting comes out of it with whatever will make their life better. Why don't you? What is, is, is David Hogg coming out like I was in the Parkland shooting? Listen to my mixtape. I was in the Parkland shooting, you know. Here's my GoFundMe. Yeah. Here's my Cash App. Send me money. Like, come on. This that's that's not what, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, a great yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, wish yeah. I thought it was an honorable situation. I don't. So a success that has happened to him because of such tragic circumstances. What success? He's become an advocate because of something he experienced. Uh, because cl- trying to make other people... This person can't fathom trying to make other people's lives better without some kind of direct benefit to him or to them. Uh, that, that's, that's all. That's, that's what it has to be. I, I just don't get it. This, per- th- this person seems to be so deep in... Uh, so deep in... Uh, if they're doing this, it must be for them. No, they... <laughs> He goes, they're, they're, this, this, this is an idiot. Let me look at this page. Because now, ah, oh, Jimmy Stevens. Jimmy Stevens, you're an asshole. Jimmy Stevens. No atheists in foxholes? What? That, that sounds, that sounds weird. Yeah. That sounds weird. But I, I just, and this is, and he's been the one saying all those, like, ridiculous comments? Yeah. Okay, so look, obvi- I've never been, I've never been through something like that, through anything like even even remotely on the scale of Parkland. It's just a matter of empathy. Like, do you have to go through that to understand that that it's wrong? Uh... I mean, look, let's just look at pure numbers. Look at the amount of people who were affected just by seeing, just by witnessing 9-11. Oh, this guy is a dumbass. His picture says he's a dumbass. <laughs> Look at his IG name. Oh. Oh, wow. Read the bio. Read the bio. Screw Facebook and Instagram. Commie bastards to hell with China. I'm not going to read the name nor the at. Nope, but I'm going to report it for spam. <laughs> I like how you're like holding your laugh. <sighs> report. It's spam. <laughs> I would report probably the comments, but I mean, yeah, if, I guess if he has a number of comments like that and he's spewing hate speech on there. I'm... Yeah, he, he is. Um, how many people, like the entire country was affected by witnessing 9-11. That's, that's, a, that's an easy point to argue, right? Mm-hmm. Yet the entire country wasn't directly affected. Like, what proportion... Yeah, what proportion of the people had relatives or a job or anything that was directly affected by 9-11? 
<laughs> way fewer than than uh than actually like um what is it than actually directly right uh. make Americans gullible again <laughs> I like that like uh yeah and I probably didn't word that the best way but y'all understand right like somebody wrote this is why I had my mouth open. So this this stupid bitch, by the way. The swamp hates exposure. News flash too late. Hashtag drain the swamp. Hashtag MAGA. Right? And then somebody wrote MAGA equals ISIS for white people. Yo. Like. And then she writes back M O R O N moron equals you. Don't speak. You sound ignorant as fuck right now with that theory. And then somebody goes. Uh, you're just gonna. You're, so you're just gonna. Your comments just gonna be proving that person, right? Yeah. And then somebody wrote, "Maga, make Americans gullible again. It's still working Boom. just fine for some fish for some vacuous individuals." Damn. <sighs> Tell him. Wow. Jeez, what a trash 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 I love it when I see people and they're like oh oh my goodness her face her picture is blurred she's blonde this is her bio this is the best part when you read people's bios you get so much about them censorship is real in caps and then previously known as whatever because it was deleted by IG. I wonder why it was deleted by IG, girl. Here, let's report you a spam. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What? Don't judge me. So, They're not going to do anything when I report it as spam. Yeah, fair enough. But, but I got them blocked on my end so I don't have to see their shit. True. So, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I more or less lost my train of thought. Sorry, sorry, I got distracted. Um, so Trump resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. Aw, we're not gonna see him on Home Alone 2 anymore? Right, in (laughs) Home Alone 6 when, uh, now Kevin's got his own kids, we're not gonna see, uh, we're not gonna see, uh, Trump... In a New York hotel. Was that like the only movie that he was in? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there might be some porn movies there. It was pretty funny how they described him as Home Alone 2 actor. Yeah! Home Alone 2 actor Donald Trump has resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. He did this because they were were about to kick him out anyway, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So the lawsuits don't end with Dominion, the the election fraud lawsuits. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Smart Smartmatic isn't having this shit anymore either. They have sued Fox and many of their hosts, uh, including Maria Bartiromo, Lou Dodd. Well, actually, I don't know if they have individual lawsuits against the host, but they've certainly they're certainly suing Fox as a whole. Because uh, I don't even think Maria and Lou appear on the same Fox channel, right? I think she's on Fox Business and he's on Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. And, um... I looked up Giuliani to, uh... To add more to your... Your your topic here. And something new came, so I'll, I'll, I'll add Ooh, it. that'll I, be fun. I'll add it later. Giuliani is one of the people 
being sued here. Mm-hmm. So is the Kraken. The Kraken. Sidney Powell. <laughs> my <laughs> my personal favorite Trump lawyer. I love I love how I see Trump supporters on my newsfeed like, oh, Sidney Powell can do no wrong. I'm like, do y'all watch her? Like, listen to her? Y'all know that they dropped her a while ago, right? right? <laughs> she ain't she ain't getting invited to no more Trump barbecues. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna have this ready for you. Which let's be real is like Tim Scott barbecuing <laughs> at like uh, you know, a party or a small a small gathering, a small members only gathering at Ivanka and Jared's house. Ivanka and Jared. Yeah. They they invited like they invited like six other black people, but Tim Scott was the only one who, who wanted to go. <laughs> He's the only black person that I can think of off top who's a politician. And likes the Trumps. I thought we were going to say, who knows what a barbecue is? <laughs> what? Sorry. Uh, this one rocks. I'm sorry. That one, yeah, I was going to say, like... I don't know what I was... I was thinking, like, you said, like... I would be guy, so out of line, barbecue? like, we're in the South. <laughs> barbecue? <laughs> nah, they'd come for me. Oh, my God. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine, like, uh... No, I imagine like Chef Howard here in this episode and then being like, so I don't exist? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So Smartmatic is accusing the defendants of inventing a story, quotations, by deciding to, and I quote, tell the people that the election was stolen from President Trump and VP Pence by ballot fraud. Ballot fraud. <sighs> you ain't got no proof because everybody did it the right way. Oh, look, a picture of both Sidney Powell and Giuliani. She looks like she's tired of his shit. He looks like he's tired of his own shit. He looks like he smells like shit, but... Yeah. Right, At he looks dirty. The uh, In that one especially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember even when he was even when he was looking like a sleazeball on the cover of Time magazine, he looked clean then, at least. Mm-hmm. So the voting software company... Is uh, they filed a 2.7 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News, three Fox hosts, and lawyers. Oh, Giuliani. who's the third Fox host? Um, let me see if I can get those. Uh, it's got to be Lou Dobbs because he got canceled for this shit. Um, Lou Dobbs, Maria Bartiromo, and it. Janine Pirro. Janine Pirro. How do you spell her first name? Janine. J E A N I N E. Janine Pirro. I don't think I'm familiar with her. Oh. Oh, I seen her. Justice with Judge... Oh, she's Judge Janine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She deserves it. Yeah. I haven't seen too much of her, but yeah. No, I know she's been doing this shit. Oh, she called... Back in 2019, she tried to call Ilhan Omar's hijab... She said she tried to say it may be antithetical to the Constitution. Oh, oh you mean the same Constitution that shall respect no institution of religion? Mm-hmm. Come but they on, that bro. Part. They forget that part. Come on, bro. Come on, Your Honor. Your dishonor. That's right. So the suit accuses the defendants of falsely saying or implying that Smartmatic's ele- uh, election technology and software were compromised or hacked during the 2020 election. 
And they falsely stated that Smartmatic was a Venezuelan company under the control of corrupt dictators from socialist countries. Isn't this where the whole... Um, Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez is yeah. doing this from the grave kind of deal. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. I was talking to my neighbor, my Venezuelan neighbor, and she was telling me how she she's embarrassed to say she's from Venezuela because of the current dictator over there, Maduro, yeah. who has not canceled the carnivals that they have every year. He has them open because there's going to be a pause on COVID-19. A pause on COVID-19? Yeah. What is COVID-19, a computer program? Yeah, he's like gonna, He's going to pause it. And I looked at her and she's like, she's like, I heard this and I thought it was a joke, but then he repeated it. Oh, which wow. is the worst part. <laughs> you remember Andy? Hey, Leslie, I looked up your symptoms and you may have network connectivity issues. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His presidency has been under dispute since uh, 2019. Yeah, it looks like Juan, Juan, Guai, Juan Guai, Guaido. Juan Guaido, yeah. Juan Guaido is supposed to be the the president. Yeah. Well, last he looks like, he looks like. Damn, I'm only like I'm not even forty, and I'm getting too old for this shit. And then Maduro, he looks like. No, I didn't eat the cookies. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? He look yeah. He looks like he's trying to hide like some like something something that doesn't even mean shit. Juan Guaido, um, he uh, is. Um... He's he's definitely hiding something that means shit. He's hiding the votes. <laughs> so. Apparently, he tried to, I think it was last year, there were, I can't remember if it was the last, 20, 2020 or 2019? I want to say it was 2020, 2019. I don't remember because everything's a blur now. Right. But it was during the time that they were trying to give um, aid to people. They brought in um, trucks, trucks of, uh, of food to give Venezuelan people because you know there's no food and the Venezuelan military stopped and they actually set trucks on fire instead of giving it to people wow yeah. that's vile yeah it was all down on TV like I was watching this one and I was like I can't believe I just saw that they set trucks on fire let me see if I can find that yeah it was 2019 the shipping of humanitarian aid so the trucks had basic supplies for hospitals. He, they had medicine. They had food. And then they were working with the International Red Cross, International Federation of Red Cross. Yeah. And um, And I guess they were they were partnered with the OAS, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The it, OAS. I'm just finding out what it is, but I mean, now that I, now that I see it, it is pretty self-explanatory. It's it's basically the EU or the AU, but for the Americas. Yeah. Everybody. But Cuba, I guess, is a part. Maybe. Everybody in North and South America. Uh, yeah. They, the OAS also regards him as... Also re- determines that he has committed a shit ton of crimes against humanity. I, th- these have to be included. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Extrajudicial killings of, of over 9,000 people. Over 4 million Venezuelans have fled. Wow. And, 
wow, there's a $15 million reward for information that, that would help bring him to justice. Mm-hmm. Bring him to justice. That, that reminds me of, uh, that reminds me of Gabriel Iglesias. Well, how do you feel about Hurricane Katrina? We're going to find Katrina. <laughs> and we're going to bring her to justice. Bring her to justice? Yeah, he's, uh, Maduro's a dictator. I mean, he took over... Yeah, for Chavez. Chavez. I mean, I'll keep it real. I don't know much about about any, about any of this stuff in Venezuela. Yeah, I I know a little bit more now from my na- my 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 neighbor and, and our good friend, who who she'll tell you like she'll say like oh you know I I see people on 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 social media posting how the United States with Biden is gonna be socialism. She's like you guys don't know what socialism is. She's like, I remember when the Hugo first came on board. She's like, I remember I came here because she used to travel here a lot for work. And she's like, I came here at the airport and somebody saw that I it said that I came from Venezuela. And a Cuban told me, you guys in Venezuela need to figure out a way to get out because that's a dictatorship that you have there. And we're like, no, I mean, we're a rich country. We have everything because, I mean, Venezuela was a rich country. Mm-hmm. And... um she says that she slowly started seeing things after people started telling her, especially Cubans. Like, that's how Cuba started. Cuba started like that. Like, it's, it's a dictatorship. Damn. Yeah. I'm trying to find out, like, who who was the last, I guess, good, uh, good president? Hmm. Let's see. Okay, it had to be... Had to be before this guy, uh, Pedro Car- Pedro Carmona, because he was just installed as acting president. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, for like two days, for like a day or two, uh, after uh, an attempted military coup. I think it was Rafael Caldera who was the. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, he was a. Uh... His first term marked the first peaceful transfer of power to an opposition. Who's? Um, Rafael Caldera. Like, like his first term hit when he took office in '69. Yeah. Hold on, because I'm trying to get a little bit more. He was then. It's important also to distinguish that um, a socialist country, that, that that alone doesn't dictate whether they're a democracy or a dictatorship or otherwise. Right. It all, it all does, unfortunately, come down to, well, fortunately and unfortunately, comes down to the, uh, the actions of, the, uh, of the, the executive branch um, and, you know, whether they... I have gone down a rabbit hole of Venezuela. We could do some more research on this and talk about it on a... Yeah. Yeah, we'll get back to y'all on some more of that. I'll ask my neighbor. I'm seeing a lot of Democrats. Like, they have a Christian Democrat. They have an Action Democrat Party. Yeah, that's another thing is, what are the what are the political parties like over there? I don't know. I'm going to have to look into this. Stay tuned, baby. Yeah. Stay tuned, y'all. <laughs> Because it's also like naming conventions. Because think, because think about it. Like, the Democratic, and I'm sure I've said this even on the show. I've, Democratic and Republican parties, really, that those are really just names. Like Republican means that you, 
you know, you like having a republic as opposed to, uh, you know, say, uh, like a unitary state or like a commonwealth. Mm -hmm. And a Democrat means you like democracy as opposed to dictatorship or monarchy. So really, everybody who's truly American is a Democrat and a Republican. Not no authoritarian like a lot of these fuck ass uh like a lot of these fuck ass Trump supporters and people who are just down for if we're gonna have a dictator, it might as well be Trump. Mm-hmm. No. No dictator, no no Trump as a dictator, no more Trump as a president, none of that shit. Okay, so the, it seems like the first dictatorship were like really changing the five year period of presidency they had was Hugo Chavez. So that's one with Rafael Cantera, who was president for one term. Yeah, but it was like one term in the one term in the seventies and one term in the nineties. No, you're thinking of Carlos Andrés Pérez. I'm looking at. I mean, maybe him too, but I'm looking at. Yeah, sixty nine to seventy four, and then again ninety four ninety nine. Oh. So. Interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. And then him, him right after, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right, you're right before. You're right. That's, That's like, crazy. They have repetitive people. You're right, you're right. I'm yeah. looking out of here. You're uh, absolutely right. Sorry. No, 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 no. You good, baby. <laughs> Democratic action is their party. Well, it's Carlos and... It's Carlos Andres Perez and Ramon Jose Velasquez party yeah political parties in Venezuela yeah so Hugh Chavez was a socialist his party is is known at I just saw it yeah he's from the United Socialist Party of Venezuela uh, I don't see him on this list who oh Let's well, see. List of political... Oh, here it is. Okay. Major parties, United Socialist Party. Yeah. Are those Che Guevara's eyes? I don't know. Maybe they're, che- maybe they're Hugo Chavez's eyes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's the founder, so... Yeah, probably. You tell me. He has shysty eyes. Yeah. Let's see. They got Justice First, which is social liberal, democratic action, social democracy, a new era and popular will, the same. Radical cause, democratic socialism. Interesting. Um, what was I going to say? Let's see. Oh, and Fox is like also... I, I I think I saw something about how they're like begging for the lawsuits to be dismissed. Yeah. But I mean you got live streams and two months worth of Trump no Trump is gonna remain president. It, we don't know. Uh the election fraud, election fraud is rampant. The two whole election fraud thing went longer than two months though, because they were preparing everyone mentally prior to the election. Yeah. Let's keep it real. And honestly, you know what? I'm I'm trying to see this lawsuit extend to Hannity and uh, and what's it called? And Tucker Carlson, if possible. Mm-hmm. 
Although they may just try to do the whole... They may just try to keep doing the whole, but these are just opinions. Because that's how they get... That's how they escape the prior lawsuit. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, so... I like the face you have right now. Goodness. We got to talk about Matt Gates. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go to Matt Gates, can I tell you what I just found out on Giuliani? Oh, yeah, true, yeah. So, as of an hour ago. As of an hour or ago. Or less than 24 hours ago, at least. Ooh. Okay, Giuliani pressured Ukraine to investigate Biden family. New transcript reveals. Uh-oh. The transcripts of the 40-minute phone call was obtained by Time Magazine. And it, you could hear Giuliani telling two Ukrainian officials, get someone to investigate this. So a new transcript has surfaced and it indicates that Giuliani was putting pressure on the Ukrainian government to open an investigation in the Biden family. Wow. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What did they find out though? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. He was just saying a reminder. You know, find it and do us a favor to launch the investigation that might cloud the image of Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. Mm. Yeah. Now, in both impeachment trials, keep in mind that Trump has been accused of using the power of the presidency in an attempt to secure a second term. And the charge against him has escalated from improper pressure on a foreign government to inciting an insurrection. But the Republican senators are expected to save him from the conviction like they did in the first time. Yep. We need 17 uh, Republicans. Yeah. How many do we have? 13? I think we don't... I don't know I don't know that we have more than five. No, there were more. There were more? Yeah, there were more. I think there were more. Were there five only? Six! <laughs> Bill Cassidy joins the five other... Okay. So we got Bill Cassidy from Louisiana. We got Mitt Romney of Utah. Okay. We got Ben Sass of Nebraska. Susan Collins of Maine. Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. And Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. Huh. Yeah. We still need ten more. Eleven more. We need more. Uh, I saw a video on how one of the lawyers, he even said that he that he needed to change. It. He admits in the in the courtroom that they needed to change up their strategy, because the uh, the, the the Ford impeachment lawyers' opening statement was really good, or something. Their opening was like really good, something along that line. And it's just like, what are you doing? The impeachment lawyers for Trump? That they were very good? No, they said that the impeachment lawyers for... That, that the impeachment lawyers uh, against Trump were really good. Well, yeah. And I so mean, they had to change up their strategy. A lot of memes... <laughs> that was my, point of, my, my source of information. Were saying how Trump's impeachment lawyers sounded like a lawyer's assistant who was trying to stall because the correct lawyer was stuck in traffic. Yo... The correct lawyer was stuck in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Impeachment of Trump memes. I swear. Uh, he's on peach. Time to impeach. <laughs> uh, 
Impeachment and the Civil War would just make me stronger. Did you read that one? Yeah. What about this bird box one? Trump supporters watching the impeachment hearings and it's Sandra Bullock blinded. Oh, blindfolded. Yeah. That was a weird movie. I never saw it. What was it called? Birdcage? Bird box. Bird, that one. Thank you. Close enough. You're the one who watched it. No, but, but I thought you liked it. I don't know. It, it was good, but it was weird. Uh, I was hoping to find. I was hoping to find uh, what's it called. Memes about the about the lawyers. I think the Daily Show had some good ones, but I think the Daily Show, whoever's running, they're, they're. Look, oh yeah, Trump's lawyer is giving the speech you give when you have to stop because the actual lawyer is stuck in traffic. <laughs> Let's see. Alright, look, I have a small video. We can watch and I'll get your reaction on it. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Give us a sec, y'all. After these messages. If you want flan, do you? I do. You have to think about it. Do you not want flan? I I didn't know you were done. I thought there was more than a sentence. (laughs) Well, baby, go follow mama.lc.flan for some flan. (gasps) Add some sweetness to your life. I need some sweetness. More than me. (laughs) What the hell did we just watch? Like, Five. I I had seen part of that, but I had not seen quite how bad this dude looked. Bruce Caster. And he's from Nebraska? You had not, like, paid attention to it. That's the thing. Not, I, I, they didn't, because I saw a clip while watching a Young Turks video. So they weren't, I guess they were, they they just weren't trying to show, they just weren't trying to, like, waste all the video on the clip. (laughs) Wow, this guy. Trump is enraged by his defense lawyer's performance. (laughs) Yeah, so says the New York Times. Wow. I'm looking at that same article. The 21 most utterly bizarre lies from Trump and Pete. Okay, we gotta go over some of those. (laughs) We have to. Oh my god. We have to. Okay, so. Hold on, hold on. You wanna do odds or evens? (laughs) Um. I'll do odds. Okay. Wait, so before, before anything. Um, I just wanted to kind of. I know you're you're marinating on the way we just heard. Your face was it's like, <laughs> baby, it looked like it was painful for you to like sit through those two minutes. Yo, like if if you're a lawyer, if that's your lawyer, just throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Yeah. Like, that was so. Oh my. Okay, let's just go ahead. All right, so. <clears throat> My name is Bruce Castor. I'm the lead prosecutor, lead counsel for the 45th president of the United States. So, mind you, didn't he, didn't he right after go and like clean up his, clean up what he was saying? How he was like, I know, I I know, I assure you, I know what the difference is. Uh, Yeah, because apparently he was, he was a prosecutor for a long time. 
Number two, and you will not hear any member of the team representing former President Trump say anything, but in the strongest possible way denounce the violence of the rioters and those that breached the Capitol, the very subtle of democracy, literally the symbol that flashes on television whenever you're trying to explain what we're talking about, the United States instant symbol. What? Waiter, I'd like one word salad, please. (laughs) Second what the article says. Oh my god. We are genuinely a social people. We enjoy being around one another, even in D.C. Yeah, even when we were storming the Capitol. Yeah, we're just we're just being folksy. We're just totally being a uh, yeah. We're being socializing. It was just like it was just like being in a mall. <laughs> it was like a crazy sale. Every you know everything half off. Oh, we recognize the law, and I know many of you are lawyers, probably lawyers, and some of you. No, hold up. We recognize the law, and I know many of you are lawyers, probably lawyers, some of you. I have been a lawyer 35 years, longer than me, many longer than me, probably. And the article says, look, you guys are old, right? Like, really old? Jesus. Oh, no. We are so understanding of the concept that people's minds can be overpowered with emotion. 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 Are you thinking of Degrassi? (laughs) We're not even there yet, too. Where logic does not immediately kick in, that we've recognized examples that otherwise would be hearsay, and said that no, when you're driving down the street and you look over at your wife, you say, hey, you know what? That guy is about to drive through that red light and kill that person. Your wife can testify to what you said, because even though it's technically hearsay, it's an exception, because it's the event living through the person. What? This guy's been a lawyer for 35 years? Yeah, I doubt that. How has he won any cases ever? This nigga doesn't know what hearsay is. Yeah. 35 years. It's not hearsay when you're pointing something out happening right in front of you. That's not an exception. It's just not hearsay. It's something happened right in the right the fuck in front of you. Oh my god. <laughs> Get ready for this one. Mm. And you know, senators of the United States, they're not ordinary people. They're extraordinary people. In the technical sense, extraordinary people. Every senator nods head knowingly. (laughs) They're extraordinary people. You know what I mean. Bigly. Right? (laughs) Huge. Huge. They're the wise men on the hill with the best words. They have the best sentences. Oh my god, this is the one that we're laughing at. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, is it? Yeah, there's the record one. When I was growing up in suburban Philadelphia, my parents were big fans of Everett Durskin from Illinois. And Senator Durskin recorded a series of lectures that my parents had on a record. And we still know what records are, right? On the thing you put the needle down on and you play it. Oh my god. What a prick. Oh, and they have a, wow, they have a, they have a fucking quote here. <laughs> CNN responds to this with a quote from Abe Simpson. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. (laughs) Igualito. Igualito. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Have you ever heard Everett Dirksen voice is the most commanding, gravely voice that just oozes belief and sincerity? Hold up. 
Oh, oh yeah, commanding, you, said, you said his name. You said his name right. I said it wrong. Commanding and gravely. That does not give me belief gravely. or sincerity. Gravely. So he's he's talking more like this. That gives me scary. Like uh, like uh, what's a his demon? name? Like the like the the what's it called? The squad leader, the the chief, or the commissioner, or the captain from Chicago PD. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that. Yeah, or like uh, Tone Loke. That doesn't give wow, me... Wow, dang. You make my heart spin. That doesn't give me sincerity or belief. That makes me think you're telling everyone wild thing. Must have been a phenomenal United States senator. Oh, Jesus. I gotta read about this Everett Dirks- Dirksen guy. He talks about extraordinary people. He talks about Gallant Men, which is the name of the of the album. And now, of course, in a sign of the times, Gallant Men and Women. He's yeah, as as a Percy and response. Yes, he's still talking about Elliot or Everett Dirksen. And whatever. I think people just say men when they mean people. Just to, just to be, just to just to be catchy in an exclusionary but also inclusionary way. I don't know. Not saying I'd do it. I'd never do that in a song. Use men to denote everyone. That that just sounds kind of dumb, honestly. Oh my goodness, number ten. United States senators really are different. Yeah, in that they're voted to the Senate, whereas other people aren't. I guess. Vigorous senatorial nodding. There isn't a member in this room who has not used the term I represent the great state of fill in the blank. Why? Because they're all great. Yes, but you think yours is greater than others because these are your people. These are the people that sent you here to do their work. I personally love being a resident of the great state of fill in the blank. Is this a great mentality that, that Trump had with making America great again? And wanted to be greater than other greats. He, I mean, I guess, I guess he doesn't. I guess he he couldn't continue representing the great state of New York because they don't want him. Because he started to feel, yeah, and that made him, in his mind, his mental gymnastics. That means it's not that New York doesn't want Trump. It's that New York's going down the drain, and that Trump doesn't want New York anymore, mm-hmm. or Trump shouldn't want New York anymore, and that's why Trump wants. Florida. And Florida, except for Mar-a-Lago, wants Trump, as far as I know. We don't, I don't want him. Oh yeah, neither do I, but I mean, we're people, we're not Florida. (laughs) We're Miami, we're not Florida. Um, let's see, I have here number 12. Yeah. You know, it's funny, this is an aside, but it's funny. Hold up. (laughs) Everything to this point has been an aside, but okay. (laughs) Do you? You ever notice how when you're talking or you hear others talking about you when you're in your home state? Hold on. You ever notice how when you're talking or you hear others talking about you when you're home in your state? The. They will say, you know, I talked to my senator or I talked to somebody on the staff of my senator. It's always my senator. Why is it always that we say my senator? We can say that people. We can say that because. The pe- what? We say that because the people you represent are proud of their senators. 
I'm not proud of either of my senators. No, me either. I haven't been also, proud of my senators. Also, why are we talking about the senators? He's supposed to be, like, defending Trump. Right? Trump was Who was, was not senator. Trump was never anything elected uh, before president. At least not anything elected, like, for to the government. So, yeah, what what where are senators relevant in this? Even my former state. I'm not I'm not crazy about I'm not crazy about Gillibrand. Mm-mm. And I don't like Schumer. Mm-mm. Um <laughs> And the United States senators have a reputation and it's deserved. A reputation for cool headedness being erudite. No, they don't. Who? What? Ted Cruz is erudite. What a arrogant. Right. Um. What's what's their name? Uh, Tommy Tuberville is is cool headed. Is is erudite. Every time I think of erudite, I think of uh, the Divergent series. Was that supposed to be the fourth movie? Where they just focus on the brains? What was the, what was the, what was the name of the... Isn't it the whole series? I don't know. Divergence, Insurgent, Allegiant? Oh, that one. I need to, Allegiant. That's the one. But yeah, it's one of the little classifications of groups. Erudite? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. That just means the nerds. Yeah. The other day, when I was down here in Washington, I came down earlier in the week, so just to try to figure out how to find my way around. I worked in this building 40 years ago. I got lost then, and I still do. He's getting lost on the way on his way to the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my, CNN writes, yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> if the government takes action against that state representative or that U.S. representative who wants to walk back her comments, the government takes take action against her. I have no problem going to court and defending her right to say those things, even though I don't agree with them. Hold up. Is he admitting here that he doesn't agree with Trump? He he might be. And walk back her comments. That's, that's definitely about Marjorie Greene. Yeah. And has she even walked back her comments? No. Also, the... I think it's important because even though this still sounds like a mishmash, he's saying something that's very that that we have to pay attention for. We have to pay attention for these people who walk back their comments and expect us to accept it with no explanation. Cuz too many times we've just seen people we've just seen politicians have harmful positions and then shift over to the more popular position that's that's not harmful without explanation. You know, I I at least believe that Obama explained, you know, him becoming pro-gay marriage, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I distinctly recall him at one point being anti-gay marriage. And I distinctly recall him after being, like, being pro-marriage but still being for the state's uh, deciding marriage laws. Mm-hmm. So he had him a little like arc. He had him a little character arc there. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing some of that. Character I don't, arc. Yeah. He had some growth development there. Yeah. Some, some character development. 
And I believe I've seen at least bits and pieces of Kamala Harris explaining some of her harmful past harmful positions and why she's on some of the pages she's on now, right? Yeah. Vice President Harris, uh, you know, she's had a little bit of a character arc herself. Doesn't that sound beautiful? Vice yeah. President Harris? Sure shit sounds better than Vice President Pence. Pants? I can see that. <laughs> vice President Pence needs to put on his Vice President Pants. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it well. Instead of floodgates, I was going to say originally it will release the whirlwind, which is a biblical oh reference. Goodness, this was the dumbest part. But I subsequently learned since I just got here that particular phrase has already been taken. So I figured I better change it to floodgates. Also, Trump is not a fan of anything that whirl or has wind. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because of windmills. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. like windmills. He yeah. thinks windmills cause cancer. Yeah. CNN's commentary is question mark <laughs> six question marks not just one you know it's interesting because i don't want to steal the thunder from the other lawyers but nebraska and you're going to hear is quite a judicial thinking place as opposed to legislatively thinking or executive thinking and and just senator and just maybe senator sass is onto something and you'll hear about what that is what it is that nebraska courts have to say about the issue that you all are deciding this week there seem to be some pretty smart jurists in Nebraska, and I can't believe a, a United States senator doesn't know that. Ah, he's trying to talk shit about Ben Sass. I'm like, what? <sighs> if this is shit talking, like, I want this guy to be my bully. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he's not saying shit. Um, number 18. Well, we're on 18 already. Yeah. To quote Everett Dirksen, oh Jesus, again? The yep. gallant men and women of the Senate will not allow that to happen and this republic will endure because the top responsibility of the United States Senator and the top characteristic that you have in common, and boy, this is a diverse group of white people, mm -hmm. but there isn't a single one of you who A, doesn't consider yourself a patriot of the United States, patriotism is different for you and me, and two, there isn't a single one of you who cons doesn't consider the other 99 to be patriots of the United States. Pause. He knows that the Republicans consider Democrats, uh, what is it to call them? Anti-Americans? Yeah. So, shut up. Yeah, like, come on. At the, like, there, there are some senators... We don't know the extent to these people's racism. Mm-mm. So there's for sure some senators who think even having a black senator is an abomination. Of course. That's very un-American. There are definitely some senators who don't consider uh, Senator Clyburn. No, wait, Clyburn's a representative, my bad. Uh, but no, let's say Representative Clyburn and Representative Warnock and uh, Representative Presley. Yeah. Don't consider them to be American. I can't think of a... No, wait, Warnock is a senator. That's right, Senator Warnock. Yeah, what am I doing? I'm, I'm fucking up. But yeah, who don't consider him to be American? Who don't consider... Uh, so, there's, that's, that's, how few, that's how few black senators there are. That I can't... I can't that I, I'm, thinking of, I'm able to think of so few right now. List of African-American senators. Oh, oh, yeah, Cory Booker. Who don't consider him to be American... Uh, let's see. Even Tim Scott, who's a Republican, who's with them, mm -hmm. don't consider him to be 
a true a true American. So and that, and that, I'm I went straight to the far extreme for that. But let's even dial it back. Well, you know what? If the, the considering an American un-American as I I would that's probably a full a full like turned all the way to ten. But even barring people who who are natural born, uh, there are some who who don't even think that. That uh, Hispanic senators are real are real Americans. No, they're Mexican. Yeah, isn't Kristen Cinema uh, uh, Hispanic? What's her name? What his name? No, it's a woman. What's her name? Cinema. Kristen Cinema. She's oh, she's a Frisian descent. Where where what's free? Oh, she's oh, from she's Arizona? Dutch. Okay. Huh. I thought she was Hispanic. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. She looks Hispanic, don't she? She kind of does. Well, she's a Democrat. She was yeah. part of the Green Party. She's one of the ones who, along with Joe Manchin, opposes getting rid of the filibuster. Oh. Yeah, she's pretty conservative. So she's a dino. Kind of. Uh, although I don't think she's helping that much with the with the uh, with the COVID aid either. I know that that Manchin is definitely the one who's in the way of that, mm. and he he's also opposed to um, to what's it called? What is the thing? To turn to to the to turning up the minimum wage, the federal minimum wage to fifteen. Yeah. He's like, he's on that state shit. He's like, oh, well, in West Virginia, you know, $11 could get you by. Yeah, uh, I think I saw a video where they said the the, the current the current minimum wage in West Virginia is like eight twenty five. So it's like, you're fucking up anyway, dude. Yeah. <sighs> uh, where, where are we at here on this list? 19. I'll be quite frank with you. We changed what we were doing to what we were going to do. On account that we thought the house manager's presentation was well done, we were gonna put our we were gonna put this guy in, but then we saw they got the big guns, so we put we put that guy in. I can't. Like, I cannot deal with that. <sighs> Go ahead, give him number twenty. Number twenty, we have. After he's out of office, you go and arrest him. Has sounds he been like a plan. Arrested? I don't know, but that sounds like a plan. I'm down to yeah, I'm down to arrest him. And twenty one. President Trump is no longer in office. Woo That was loud. That was perfect though. So yeah, uh this is this was all Bruce Castor. All of these quotes were Bruce Castor. Shout out to the writer of this of this article, by the way. Yes, who wrote this? Chris Siliza. Oh, he's the um. Okay, that makes sense. Cause he's he's the guy who does the point, and this mm. is this is a the point article. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He is funny. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not insanely fond of all the people on CNN, but he, he I like him. Okay. Yeah. So where are we at currently? So right now, the impeachment manager is citing the incident where Trump supporters tried to force a Biden campaign bus off the road. 
Remember, I remember that. Texas. I certainly remember that vividly. Yeah, in Texas. So that's happening right now. Like that that wasn't something to do like that's just funny. This isn't a fucking Grand Theft Auto game. This isn't the Simpsons hit and run. Like people people could have died. And I mean, honestly, if anything, that would just That's the fucked up part too, is that had 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 they succeeded, had the Trump had the Trump supporters succeeded in that, that would just be more case to to, you know, to to convict Trump. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's that's what's happening right now. A lot of people are talking about his attempts to overturn Michigan's results. Um, and remember, Michigan's not the only state that he tried to overturn. No, Georgia. He he tried find, find the the missing boats in Georgia. Find what was it? Eleven thousand seven hundred and seventy nine ballots. A specific number. Or no, it was seven because he lost by that number. So he needed eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty. Yeah. Um He desperately wanted Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, and Arizona all overturned because he couldn't fathom the fact that he won those the first time and lost them this time. I wonder why. Look, um we we need to talk about something. Gimme give gimme give any gimme any president right now. That served two terms. Uh, Obama. All right. So, let's look up 2008 I told election. you I didn't vote for Obama, right? Did you vote for Romney? I did. Uh, but I was also a Republican. You always give me this look when I mention this to you. I, I, I know, but it's would just... This have made, would this have been a deal breaker in our relationship? Oh my God, it would have. Baby, tell the people why you voted for Romney. Oh, I don't know. I have no reason. You have. You don't know. I don't know. So, but I mean, at the time, like, what were you? But the thing is that at the time, I really was not as invested in looking up my own information. Ah, uh, so what? What? What information did you have? I had nothing. You had nothing. I was a Republican, and I was in a vote for the Republican. Oh my goodness! That's the worst. Then yeah, that might have been a deal breaker. Aren't you glad that I saw the light? Oh yeah. I saw the blue light. And not the Kmart special. But you know what? Honestly, I would have... I would have probably... I would have still tried to show you the light. Because I was a lot... I was a lot more understanding of, of Republican viewpoints back then. But then again, Republican viewpoints were, in general, a lot more understandable. Yeah. They were a lot less nonsensical and just hate-fueled viscera. Mm-hmm. So... Um, let's, let's look at, I'm looking at Barack Obama's two elections. Let's look at a state that he won the first time that he lost. Okay, so he won, he won North Carolina the first time. He lost it the second time. Did he go whining about election fraud? No. Let's see. He won, uh, the first... He won the second district of Nebraska. Look how young he looked. Right? <laughs> uh, let's see. What is, what's another one? I'm trying to fathom how he won. Oh, Indiana. He won Indiana against McCain. He lost it against Romney. Did fraud election. Go, yeah, did he go crying election fraud? Oh, that's the word. Damn it. Why do I always say it backwards? 
every other state, it seems like every other state didn't change parties. Um, he won Florida both times. Huh, surprisingly. Yeah. Right? He won, uh, what is it? He didn't get, he didn't get Arizona either time, though. Oh. Wisconsin, he got Wisconsin both times. So, yeah, those states. Um, what about when Clinton came back for re-election in 96? He didn't win Montana again. Did he cry election fraud? Were they against blowjobs? I think that happened after. <laughs> I think he was already... Just kidding. I think that was during his second term that, 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 that the Lewinsky situation happened. But see, that's kind of... See, he got impeached for having sexual relations with that woman. That woman who was his intern. This man incited a riot. Yeah. Come on. And the intern was not young. But he but but remember, he he won the tr- but Clinton won the trial. So he he remained he he got to serve out his term. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like um I mean, one could argue like professional coercion. You know, unless she was legitimately attracted to him, whatever, I don't know. I I'm not I'm not all, I'm not all up in that. But yeah, this certainly wasn't killing people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. But then again, I mean, for how, how much do we censor how much do we censor violence? How much more do we censor sex? Yeah. It's taboo. Yeah, violence, oh my goodness. All these Grand Theft Auto games, all these uh gory games, but sex, oh my goodness, that's off the table. Mm-mm. Uh, sex. Ugh. So let's talk about Matt Gates. I so, recently learned he had a DUI. That is not surprising. That's exactly what I saw. So I saw that like on, on something. I don't remember where I saw it. And then I was like, he had a DUI. 2008. And then I looked at his face and I was like, hey, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. There's mugshot memes. Wow, oh my goodness. Damn, so suggest that he ha- so this meme suggests that he has seven DUIs and that he is responsible for the death of his college roommate. Oh, okay, it was rated as mostly false. Yeah, he has a DUI, but that's not it. He was not convicted of of this DUI though. He was arrested for it, but he was not convicted. Because daddy's rich. Yeah. And uh He also looks like he's the type of guy whose daddy probably pays golf with the with the police captain. Yep. Put my crown on please. Thank you. Tin foil moments. <laughs> hey, that's what you get though. Like who told you to drive drunk? Oh, he was when he was driving back from the swamp. A nightclub in Okaloosa Island. So <laughs> Come on, I know that you had po- I know that you had political ambitions back then. You were partying somewhere called the Swamp. Come on, dude. If anybody can get pictures, if anybody can get some pictures of Matt Gates at the Swamp, I mean, I I, I need to see I need to see a couple. You want to see them? I need to make some memes out of those. Oh, baby. Yeah, he's. What's he, what are they gonna say? He was undercover draining the swamp. 
Yeah, out of all the liquor. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. He's like he's under he's underneath the tab. This is what Matt Gates calls draining the swamp. Jesus. Or he's doing a keg stand. Mm. Huh? I swear. Wait a second. He invited a, a Holocaust denier to attend Trump's State of the Union address in in 2018. He said that he tried to say that he had no pre-existing relationship with this guy, Charles C. Johnson, and only attended him, I mean, only invited him to attend when Johnson showed up at his office, giving him the ticket that Gates' father could not use due to a, oh, yeah, so, so Gates' father. A Holocaust denier? Yeah. So, these are the same people that, that, that say that the Holocaust didn't exist. And he also, this dude raised money for neo-Nazi website, The Daily Stormer. And he and Gates tried to argue that the, that he's not a Holocaust denier, and that he's not a white supremacist. Oh no, but nah. First of all, any Holocaust denier is a white supremacist. Yep. That that was the whole point of the Holocaust, right? It was white supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. Am I bugging, or did didn't didn't they kill minorities too? Yeah. So, uh, Matt Gates, he, he said that he wanted to resign. He was willing to resign, to leave his seat, his home, and it, basically his family to represent Trump in the impeachment trial. Nigga, what? <sighs> but I, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Trump thinks he, that he's a fine person and a fine, a fine patriot of our country. Oh yeah, God bless America. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He, my goodness, when Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to defend herself, or she, she, she was like doing a little rally or a press conference, and she was all, she was all defending her views and wearing a free speech mask. Was she still wearing the free speech mask? Yeah. And then she tried to say, and that's how you end a press conference. So she walks off, and uh, Matt Gates is being interviewed on that, on either CNN or Fox or some conservative network. This motherfucker, he says, that was so good I almost had to smoke a cigarette afterwards. Isn't it, that what the guys in porn do after sex? That's what the that's what the guys in like maybe nineteen twenties porn do. He reminds me that he's probably from the nineteen twenties with his Honestly. mentality. Yo. But I was just like, when I first saw that, I, I'm not going to lie, and not, not to say that I condone this, I did start laughing. It was not out of condoning, it was not out of, like, support for him. I laughed out of incredulity. Like, this motherfucker really just said that shit. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I honestly felt bad for, I forgot her name, but she was the woman, like, interviewing him from the channel, and she was like... If you would have seen her face when she said that shit, when he said that shit, obviously there was a delay on their ends, but she's, she, she kind of backs away like, like, Mm -mm. whoa, okay, um, I guess, jeez, jeez, oh my goodness, (laughs) he's, He's definitely... He was definitely a, a major frat boy. Oh, yeah. Where did he go? UF? FSU? 
Let's find out. No, I bet he. I bet he went to college out of state. Well, probably. Let's see. North Dakota. Oh no, he went to state. He went to FSU. FSU. He went to FSU and then he went to the uh, College of Mary and William or William and Mary Law School. The Marshall Wife School of Law at the College of William and Mary. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's like a really old... That's one of the oldest law schools in the country. Whatever. Let's see. This this guy's just a fucking clown. Yep. With his, with his fucking flame hairdo looking like Hades from Hercules. <laughs> and his eyes looking like he's a villainous George Clooney and Batman Robin. He's Batman under the effect of Mr. Under the effects of Mr. Frost. Mr. Froze? Freeze? Freeze! <laughs> Come on, baby. How you gonna how you gonna mischaracterize the governator? <laughs> That's what they called him, right? The governator? The governator. That's wild. That he was the governor of California for two terms. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California for two terms. That is. Yo. And he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. What is with these? What is with these Republicans? Um, to be honest, after, like, remember I was talking about Family Ties last night? Yeah. It honestly, reading about the show kind of made me want to. Because the reason I read it, the reason I started reading about it is because of because of WandaVision, and because of the influence that episode four takes, or is episode episode three takes from eighty shows like Family Ties, and uh, what is it like? Who's the boss and stuff like that, or was who's the boss more seventies? No, it's from Family Ties and Growing Pains. Yes, and a little bit of Full House. And Full House. Well, I told you when 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 yeah. we started watching, I was like, I'm seeing Full House vibes here. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I had forgotten that Full House was from the eighties. It's eighty. That was eighty seven to ninety five. Yeah. So, um, what's it called? I I never I never really saw the show, so I was learning about how the show was based on, on um, what's it called? How. Alex Keaton is a young Republican and he's meant to represent the shift toward conservatism in the 80s and his parents are ex-hippies who are meant to you know, symbolize the shift from the liberalism of the 60s and 70s to the conservatism of the 80s mm. and how it, which is a bit it was, that was a big realignment like the, the third part the, the third the fifth party system was largely Democrat dem, largely uh dominated by the new you know the new democrats the new the new highly liberal democrats fdr um jfk lbj and how the shift was towards very conservative republicans like nixon and reagan and goldwater so i i've i've become kind of curious about that because i mean I'm sure you know this is while he's he's much younger. Matt Gates is like much younger than the character of Alex P. Keaton, and 
you know, I, I, I just, he's, he's definitely a product of that. You know, the Reagan era and the Bush and even the conservative, even Clinton was a conservative Democrat. Yeah. He was w- super conservative, way more conservative than, um, than Barack Obama. Way more, con- like, not, probably not way more, but definitely more conservative than Joe Biden. Probably even more conservative than, than, uh, than Louis Rockefeller, who... He was like the he was he spearheaded the Rockefeller Democrats of the 1930s and they were like liberal these were liberal ass Democrats they these these were kind of the the last liberal movement of republic liberal Democrats those were liberal Republicans yeah they, this was the the last massive like wave of liberal Republicans after like uh, after the the progressive Republicans of of uh, you know of Teddy Roosevelt's era. Mm-hmm. So it even it even shows even like how how liberalism and conservatism that those are more constructs of as as far as in the in American society more constructs of the twenty first I mean of the twentieth century. He um Schwarzenegger how do you say his name Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger him the governor he the believes in climate change. Mr. Freeze. He believes in climate change. He better. If he was governor of California of all states, he, he was, better. He was very big on climate change, putting a cap on... Uh... He was probably just like a fiscal conservative then, then wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He announced in October of 2016 that he was not going to vote for Trump. Saying that was the first time he did not vote for a Republican candidate since becoming a citizen in 1983. He promoted wearing masks. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing something now that it kind of explains his views. So he gave a speech at the 04 Republican National Convention, uh, explaining that he's a Republican because the Democrats of the 1960s, which are the, the very same cultural liberals that I'm talking about now, sounded too much like Austrian socialists. I finally arrived here in 68. What a special day it was. I remember I arrived here with empty pockets but full of dreams, full of determination, full of desire. Campaign was in full. The presidential campaign was in full swing. Uh, he remembers watching the Nixon Humphrey presidential race on TV. By the way, Humphrey was destroyed by Nixon. Hum- Hubert Humphrey was destroyed in the electoral in the electoral college by uh, by Nixon. Neither of them got the got the majority of the of the popular vote though. The pop like they were pretty close in the popular vote. He only got five hundred thousand less pe- less votes than Nixon, because um, George Wallace, or super racist ass George, pro segregation George Wallace, mm-hmm. um, he he got thirteen point five percent of the popular vote, and he got the electoral votes of five fucking states, and yes, the states you expect: Alabama, Georgia, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Arkansas. In '68, yeah, of course those those states were gonna largely vote for the uh, for the guy who's who's down for. But even then, this was Nixon invoking the Southern strategy. Mm-hmm. He was he was getting down there, you know. Uh, what's it called? Talking about talking to talking to former former Republicans or former Democrats. Talking about the Democratic Party has betrayed you. They're going for the Negro. We're the we're the party of the white man now. 
That that was basically it. They 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 came through, and and they're like, they're like you see you see all those minor you see all those colors over there with the Democrats. Yeah, look at us. Look at look at us Republicans. We're the captain now. That's basically what they were doing. You remind me of that movie with. Uh... Yeah. Oh was it Captain Phillips? Yeah. But yeah, as far as uh, what what was the. Oh no! Okay, I guess it wasn't total destruction, cause uh, Nixon only won three hundred and one. Oh, okay. It was George McGovern who was destroyed by Nixon. Yeah, when Nixon was going for re-election, George McGovern was he got destroyed by uh. By Nixon, he only won D.C. and Massachusetts. Yeah. And he got pretty destroyed in the in the popular vote too. Damn. Yeah, but this popular vote that's not that bad. No. It's pretty close. Right, but it's just electorally he you know Nixon had a strong lead. So can we continue with this with this Arnold quote? I remember watching the Nixon Humphrey race on TV. A friend of mine who spoke German and English translated for me. I heard I heard Humphrey saying things that sounded like socialism, which I had just left. Okay, prime example of prime example of just being too triggered by socialism. <laughs> but but I you know I'll come back to that. But then I heard Nixon speak. He was talking about free enterprise, getting the government off your back, lowering the taxes and strengthening the military. Listening listening to Nixon speak sounded more like a breath of fresh air. I said to my friend, I said, "What party is he?" My friend said, "He's a Republican." I said, "Then I am a Republican." And I've been a Republican ever since. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then uh, 16 years later, he's got a hell of a picture with Reagan. Yeah. Who turned everything that Nixon said up to 15. A lot of people like, oh, Reagan was a great president. He really was. Oh, my goodness. Reagan was one of the most, like. He was an actor. Do you you remember Iran Contra? And he was—he wasn't even like—he wasn't even like that good an actor. He wasn't no. even. Yeah, he was like acting with monkeys. Oh, hello, Trump wasn't that great of a businessman either. Yeah, that's true. That just goes to show. Yeah, if you fail at—if you fail at what you're really trying to do, just be a Republican. Huh. Yeah, and um, and I guess Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger just really wanted to be the exception. I want you to know that I love Anna Navarro and her IG posts. Did you see that? You saw the one I sent you? I about did. Marco Rubio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did see that. I'll read that to you now. But now she's talking about um, the house manager, Stacey Plaskett. And she's like, she's, you know, pushing about the riots and the insights on January 6th at right now at the impeachment trials. And I post a picture of her. And she goes, I know this is superficial as hell, but I'm kind of loving that the house manager showed up wearing a cape to defend the democracy. What's her name? Stacey Plaskett? Yeah. She's, uh, what is she again? She is a congresswoman representing the U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay. In the U.S. House of Representatives. Nice. Yeah. And they have one district. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah. So she fixed uh, Marco Rubio's tweet. Yeah. So well, read, read, read the original. The original says, the six 
the 6th Jan. Jesus, I feel like sometimes these people don't read what they write. Mm-mm. The 6th Jan attack on the Capitol was far more dangerous than most realize. And we have a criminal, criminal justice system in place to address it. He tweeted that today. At 11.54 a.m. So Anna Navarro fixed it. The 6th Jan attack on the Capitol was far more dangerous than most realize. And we senators have a duty to address it, but I can't find my spine. Mm. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Got him. Anna Navarro. So the thing that I don't like about what Arnold Schwarzenegger said, the whole I She's heard Republican. things. Yeah. I yeah, the, I thought you. Was. I thought you told me that. Oh, they probably did. I don't remember. So the thing, what I don't like about what Arnold said about Nixon, um, he was talking about free enterprise, getting the government off your back, lowering taxes, and strengthening the military. And it's like, okay, look, I get it, you've suffered, and um, I I would understand how just coming off that suffering and barely having, not even having fully acclimated to this new country that you're in, you wouldn't be able to discern, uh, you know, democratic socialism versus dictatorial socialism, mm-hmm. authoritarian socialism. Logically, I get that. Even without having, ex- even without having to having experienced anything like that, even without having to uh, sympathize, I understand it logically. It's common sense. Hmm. But. But I love it when you have buts. Because it's just you're also watching like. You're not. Are you not watching the fact that the Democratic president just pushed for that 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 Civil Rights Act that was two three years old at the time? Mm. The Democratic president and the Democratic Congress were responsible for that. Because by then the the Republican Party, they were already kind of trying to 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 not to 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 you know go the opposite way. You know the party switch. It didn't just happen. It was. It happened very. It happened very gradually. Yeah. It didn't just start happening in the sixties. Yeah, it hap- Most of it happened in the sixties, but that just started in the thirties at least. Mm-mm. Um. What's it called? Also, just because Jim Crow was like the thing in the South doesn't mean it was only in the South. Uh, and, and also, um, what was I going to say? I don't know, I don't really know about Austria's, you know, politics, and I don't, I don't really know what was going on in Austria during the 60s, 50s, so I really can't speak on that either. But, um, I just want to know what, what, what he, what he thought sounded like socialism that Hubert Humphrey was talking about. Mm. I guess I guess I'll look at I'll look at that too because because uh, he because he was really um, I I don't know much about Hubert Humphrey but he he really was um, kind of trying to be a people's you know a people's kind of candidate and kind of I think he really was trying to do you know kind of anti elite shit and he was against I'm pretty sure he was against Vietnam too. Oh, you know what it was? Is he won after he won the primary after RFK was assassinated. 
Oh. Yeah. But I think he was also one of the... He was also the first, like... Even 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 before RFK's assassination, he was one of the first uh, ones really against the Vietnam War. At least during that during that time, because that was a that was a time where people largely started to distrust the government because of the the conflicting accounts of of the Vietnam War. And that was that that was basically LG Bay that was LBJ's fuck up. LBJ. Yeah. So that's what's going on with LBJ, and <laughs> he wasn't even a part of this. <laughs> the Bron James. Right. So this was another thing that I missed is uh, that but it was it was awful it was it was awesome when I when I started watching like coverage on it. So Matt Gates, he's on some committee or some something. Uh, in the in the House of Representatives, remember he represents Florida one. He wanted to, and he pitched to, who? What's Nadler's first name? I love it when they have random pitches, like Gerald Nadler. So he pitched to Gerald Nadler, who is the okay the House Judiciary Committee because that's what that's what Matt Gates is on, right? Yeah. Judiciary. Okay, yeah. So he's on the he's on the Judiciary Committee. He's on the budget committee. Mm. Anyway, so they're on the judiciary committee together. He, if this is uh, Matt Gates and Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler is he represents New York. He currently represents New York Ten. New York Ten is a lot of Manhattan and parts of Queen. No, parts of Brooklyn. It's along the river. Yeah. Midtown Manhattan, Lower Manhattan, so Greenwich Village, Tribeca, shit like that. Um, I believe his his district touches uh, Espyot's district, I think. So, um, Matt Gates decided to propose that they, that that to 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 sow unity. To, to promote unity, between the parties, to show the people that the parties are united, that they should do the pledge of allegiance every morning in the uh, in the committee. What are we in elementary school? Because even then, I'm sorry, but I'm against you doing the Pledge of Allegiance every single morning. Every single morning? Like, no other country does that shit. Like, if you, like, do it once a year or say, hey, listen, for the next, fi- the next five minutes is Patriot time. Whoever wants to lead the, whoever wants to lead the pledge, you're free to. And whoever wants to participate, you're free to. And then if you want to sing the anthem after that, you're free to do that too. Whoever wants to not... You're free to. Cause it's like, it's like, like uh, I really think I really think that this helps promote uh, this kind of America, this kind of idea that America can do no wrong, which is bad. America does a lot of wrong. America does lots and lots of wrong. Yeah. America has always done wrong. There, I can't think of a year. I cannot think of a single year in which America has not been doing wrong. I can't. I simply cannot. So, uh, he want. Oh, and it, it's just also just highly indoctrinating to the fact of it. It makes people. It may. It it kind of renders people. It makes people think that they don't need to look at the country, um, objectively. Mm. 
which how do we grow if we don't point out if we don't point out our shortcomings if we don't realize and fix our shortcomings how do we grow because i mean you don't have to tell somebody you don't have to go tell somebody you don't have to go shout to the world hey i'm uh Hey, I can't, I, 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 uh, you know, I, I can't even play five minutes of basketball without wheezing. You don't have to do that. You could just, you could just go train. You could just go do what you need to do. But that only affects you. You go in and, uh, you know, I, I think I'm, I think I'm going way too many, way too many ways with this. Let me, let me just pull back a little bit. Right? Reel it in. All right. So he suggests, so Matt Gates suggests we need that they need to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Jerry Nadler, he says, no, there's no need for that. We already do the Pledge of Allegiance with the entire Congress uh, during the, like, in the morning. Why do we need to do it twice? <laughs> Why do you need to do it every day anyways? It's a waste of time. And I'm sorry, do you not trust, do you not trust people? Nope. Like, do are that's that's the big thing is, are kids in school not trusted? No, nope. to be Americans. No, nope. what if they miss one day of the Pledge of Allegiance that Al Qaeda is going to be able to? They're, they're, they're going to be they're going to become Al Qaeda sympathizers. They're going to become ISIS sympathizers. They're terrorists. They're going to become. <laughs> they're going to be, be part of the MAGA, the ISIS of white people. <laughs> Honestly, like that's just asinine. So then this motherfucker goes and. And he go he starts tweeting about how how uh what's it called? I just wanted to I just wanted to have the Pledge of Allegiance. I just wanted to have some patriotism and they don't even want to be patriotic. This is the problem. That's not patriotic. You're looking at it from a nationalist perspective. That's what they sound like. Yeah, also a terrorist can can, can say the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Like <laughs> any terrorist can just say the Pledge of Allegiance yeah. and throw you off their scent. So yeah, shut the fuck up, Matt Gates. Like, come on. Get the fuck, get the actual fuck out of here. Come on, dude. To, to invoke one of our past uh, titles. <laughs> nigga, nigga needs to be voted up for all his, for all his blistortion. Blistortion! Alright, uh, I'm done with him. Oh, oh, no. It gets better too because... You're not done with him. <laughs> Because Jen Psaki, by the way, Jen Psaki is a breath of fresh air after having to deal with Sean Spicer and Sarah Huckabee and Kaylee McEnany. So, uh, Jen Psaki, oh no, I don't have it pulled up, but I rem- I just remember what she said, or more or less what she said. She was being asked about this stuff, and... She, her response was was lit. What was her response, baby? Joe Biden is not trying to is not here to unite the 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 you know, the Democratic and Republican caucuses. He's here to unite the the American people. You know, I'm paraphrasing to hell, but it just goes to show, like, come on, dude, the people the people matter. Not the, I don't give a fuck if. I I don't care if uh what's it called, if you know if Lauren Boebert and Rashida Tlaib were to start like. You know we're just we're to suddenly become friends and start taking selfies together. I don't give a fuck about that. 
I highly doubt that Rashida Tlaib would become friends with a person like Lauren Boebert. Yeah. But I just had to throw two names out there. I don't give a fuck about that. It's about, is, is the shit getting done? Are the people being helped? This is the, what, what's her name? Who's uh, Jen Psaki? She's the press secretary. The press secretary. She's the one who... P-S-A-K-I, by the way. She, yeah. The, she's the one that... Um, P-S. She's the one who recently, they, in one of the first interviews, they asked her, um, how is the new president dealing with the, the conversations about Trump? Something that she's like, so she's like, contrary to popular belief, we don't even mention his name here. <laughs> she's like, we, we have work to do. Tell him. Yeah, she look, she a little snappy with it. Yeah, she's very witty. She's quick. I like, I like her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Hype. Hype. All right, y'all. It's that time of the episode. Do, 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 do. Brat. <laughs> it's amendment time. Yeah. Uh, it's. Amendment time. Now one, two, three, four, five, six. It's amendment time. Not seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's amendment time. Not thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It's amendment time. Or sixteen or seventeen. It's amendment time. We talking about lucky number eighteen. It's amendment time. Yeah, it's. Amendment time. That's right. That's right. Amendment time. Was this the extended version? Yeah, I had to flourish that shit. I see that. Okay. All right, baby. You do you. Yeah. Not one, not two, not three. I can't do that anymore. Otherwise, we're going to take forever. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to start with the actual text. Hit him, baby. Hit up. Section one. After one year from the ratification of this article, the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors within, the importation thereof into, or the exportation thereof from the United States and all the territories subject to this to the jurisdiction thereof for beverage purposes is hereby prohibited. <gasps> Section two. The Congress and several states shall have concurrent power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. <gasps> Section three. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall be it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislatures of the several states, as provided in the Constitution, within seven years from the date of the submission hereof to the states of by the Congress. So, this is one that I'm sure everybody knows. This amendment prohibited the manufacture, sale, and transportation of intoxicating liquors in this country. How the hell did we even get here? Well, here being, you know, 1917, 1919. So, this amendment was first proposed by Congress on December 18, 1917, and was ratified by, let's see, if it was ratified on 1919, that means 36 states had to have ratified. Because at the time, there were, like, all 48 contiguous states were, were part of the Union. Were part of, like, they were states. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about, let's talk about the uh, temperance movement in America. Because this dates back a while. 
It dates back even further than I expected, because the temperance movement seems to have began in the 1780s. Hmm. Now, uh, in the late 18th and early 19th century, various factors contributed to an epidemic of alcoholism that went hand-in-hand with spousal abuse, family neglect, and chronic unemployment. So, uh, the cleanest thing to drink, basically, was alcohol. Most water was dirty. And so people were drinking, people were just drinking more, more cider than they were water. I love me some cider. Yeah, but see, cider is not where it stopped. Oh. Because when, uh, in the, in the, uh, what's it called, in the later, the later part of the 17th, or the, the, what's it called, the 18th century, and then going into the 19th century, we started producing the hell out of some rum Mm. and whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, and uh, they so popular pressure uh, for cheap and plentiful alcohol led to relaxed ordinances on alcohol sales. So, the alcohol was fucking flowing. The alcohol was flowing, and again, lots and lots of spousal abuse. And we're talking about spouses being abused, having basically nobody to tell about it. Um, there was no, you know, there was no, uh, I don't think, that, were there really like divorce, 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 were there really divorce lawyers like that? I don't know. And, um, there certainly wasn't like, you know, um, I don't think they were doing much about abuse. So, movements just started for, uh, for drinking less, you know, have, you know, having one or two drinks, but not getting sloshed and going home and beating your wife, Mm. which, perfectly reasonable, you know, nobody should be, nobody should be beating their spouse, especially not in a drunken stupor. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But there were also just religious movements that weren't down with drinking at all. Each movement did have a varied perspective on the on the the the, the view that alcohol was tearing apart the fa- the tearing apart the American family. Hmm. Alcohol was fucking up the fabric of America, and. Um, There were even yeah that's right there were even there were even some like prohibition laws in in like that that made it to the state level. Maine's law was a big one. Or do I have do I have that on a on a tab here? Nope, guess not. Yeah. So let's let's look up Maine law. So, this was 1851 that this law passed. That's a creepy picture. Right? Neil Dow, he was the mayor of Portland, Maine. He was like a vampire. And he was one of the, spe- he was one of the ones spearheading uh, the... the uh, Prohibition? Yeah, the prohibition laws uh, for Maine. You know why? Why? Hold on, I put my crown on. Ooh. 
Because he's a vampire. Damn. Alcohol dilutes blood. Damn. And he's not trying to get fucked up off of off of the blood he's eating. You get me. He's getting less value out of it. It's just being it's just being diluted with Oh wow. You get me, You're baby. You're a genius, baby. I am. You're absolutely a genius. And uh there became, you know, dry states and wet states. And there became dry, you know, people and wet people, or dry politicians and wet politicians. There were uh, the growing movement for temperance. It was. It wasn't just. Uh, excuse me. You know, it wasn't just individuals, and it wasn't just religious groups. There was also. There was also the anti saloon league, and they got very powerful. There was the women's Christian temperance union. There was. Uh, there was one more that I had read, that I had like uh, read about. I watched a video about. But the anti saloon league was definitely the most the most powerful. Wow, they still exist to this day as the American Council on Addiction and Alcohol Problems. Damn. And they were be- yeah they were becoming very influential. They uh. I mean. They they were they were buying off what's it called? not even buying off but they were basically convincing a lot of the more a lot of the more influential politicians that this is the way to go. Mm. So the uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah, they had a lot of power in Ohio it, with with evangelical Protestants. Um. Okay, so they did pay off a lot of people. They had they had heavy lobbying. And I'm sure their religion helped a lot. And you know what you know what they also you know what they also used? What? Um to fight against beer. Think about beer. Beer is associated with Germans. Oh. Remember what was going on in the 19-teens? Oh. Yeah. Who was our biggest enemy in in the 19-teens? Germany, because of World War One, mm. and um, basically it was it, it became it, people people were so. By the way, this us or them mentality, people have used that for propaganda forever, mm-hmm. forever. So yeah, this was another case of us or them mentality, and they were they lucked out so hard that it was Germany. Because they were able to use that to get a lot of a lot of support in Congress, the 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 uh, the hit what's it called? The amendment hit the floor of the Senate in August first of nineteen seventeen. What was it? Sixty five to twenty. Thirty six Democrats and twenty nine Republicans versus twelve Democrats and eight Republicans. And the House passed a revised resolution on December 17th of the same year. So this was during, uh, this was during Wilson's second term. I don't, I don't really know, actually. Oh, no, he vetoed it. Oh. Okay. So, oh, no, here's what's going on. So let's see. Four 
46 state no wait all right by okay so by the end of january 1919 mind you in 1918 uh 15 states ratified this amendment mississippi virginia uh, kentucky north north dakota south carolina maryland montana texas delaware south dakota massachusetts arizona georgia louisiana florida florida, florida passed passed uh we both like florida Just, nigga please <laughs> Uh, the next year, 31 more states. Well, the, the only holdouts being Connecticut and Rhode Island ratified this amendment. No, wait. The next year, it was it was 30, 30. New Jersey signed it in 1922. New Jersey is so weird with amendments. You've noticed that too, right? Like, that's... They, they wanted... They, they, jump on the, they jump on the prohibition amendment late. They fucking... They re- they jump on the they reject the uh, the con- the reconstruction amendments signing each one at a much later date like y'all are weird uh. and to think what's his name uh well who was that guy who was governor of of New Jersey who ran against Abe Lincoln George McClellan. How the hell did you ever hope to get to to get anywhere, dude? Like, the the New Jersey the New Jersey Democratic Party was clearly a, one of the hottest messes in the in the Union during the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot take. Hot take. George McClellan and your uh, and your war Democrat crap. Um. So, to give the bill some teeth, they started they they made the uh the Volstead Act, the National Prohibition Act, cuz they called it the Volstead Act cuz it was spearheaded by Andrew Volstead, who uh represented Minnesota at the time. And um and Wayne Wheeler, who who was from the Anti-Saloon League, he conceived and drafted the bill. Uh, oh, so Andrew Volstead was ha- was head of the House Judiciary Committee at the time. I see. So, the three distinct purposes of this act were to prohibit intoxicating be- beverages, to regulate manufacture use wait no to regulate the manufacture production use and sale of high proof spirits for other than beverage purposes, right, and to ensure an ample supply of alcohol to promote its use in scientific research. And in the development of fuel, dye, and other lawful industries. I couldn't even keep a straight face with Honestly. So this is what Woodrow Wilson vetoed. Yeah. Largely on technical grounds because it also covered wartime prohibition. Guess what the House did? Tell me. They overrode his veto the same day. Yeah. Only to be followed by the Senate the next day. They were like, uh, no, we're doing this shit. They got two-thirds of each house to be like, nah, Wilson. You're one good idea? Nope. And, um... Yeah, with that, alcohol was prohibited. How long was that for? It was for 13 years. 
Yeah, it, it was passed, let's see, because it was ratified on 1919, remember the first part says, no, I'm sorry, the third, no, wait, which, which part was it? Seven years. Seven years? Does it say seven years? No, it says the year after. One year after, where is it? Oh, it says they have to pass this within seven years, otherwise it dies. Oh. No, but there was something that says that it takes effect one year after uh, after it uh, after it's ratified. Oh yeah, it's section one. After one year from the ratification of this article, it's literally the first few words. Silly be. So yeah, from from January January sixteenth, nineteen twenty, until uh, something that we'll talk about in three episodes. Alrighty. Um, alcohol on record was prohibited. Damn. This was not that popular with the people, by the way. I'm sure. Of course not. Yeah, people wanted to drink. People wanted to get fucked up. And even and even people who weren't getting fucked up, they just wanted to, you know, they just wanted a little buzz. I just think this is like the Roaring Twenties, where the way they were. Oh, absolutely. Let's let's keep it real. Absolutely, they were roaring about their liquor until somebody answered. Yeah. Um. Oh, but the prohibition was worldwide. Was it? Yeah. Okay, that must have been separate movements because even the language of this amendment says it doesn't really cross. No, no, no. Yeah, but there was a. It, it became something worldwide. Wow. That's crazy. Because so did the Great Depression. Yeah. Um, excuse me. For so, example, let me give you an example. Uh-huh. Just so you can have one. Nigeria. In the British colony of Nigeria, uh, missionary forces demanded prohibition of liquor, which proved highly unpopular. Both Africans and British found illegal supplies such as secret stills, obtaining colonial liquor permits, and smuggling. The experiment began in the 1890 and repeat, was repealed in 1939. Mm. Uh, let's see. There was, there was lots and lots of mafia, mafia shit going on, basically, with this. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Rum running occurred on a large scale. Rum running is what we what we later what later came to be known as bootlegging. Rum running? Yeah. So, in urban areas where the majority of the population opposed prohibition, enforcement was generally much weaker than in rural areas and smaller towns. What was that? Oh, my phone. Okay. I mean, I know that, but Oh, no, it was the alert from the door. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, so, um, big big sisters watching. <laughs> big sisters watching. I got an alert. Someone was at my door, but I didn't see anyone. So I went in to see, and then I saw who it was. I see. Yeah. Now you see. I see. So yeah, that's a, that's actually a big thing. Is that this was really hard to enforce. Iran still has alcohol banned. Wow. The sale and consumption of alcohol is completely banned. Wow. All people are banned from drinking alcohol. Um, since the 1979 Islamic Revolution. Kuwait. Consumption, importation, brewing of, or trafficking of is in liquor is strictly against the law. Saudi Arabia. 
See, they they put consumption in there. That's the thing. Consumption isn't in this in the, isn't in this wording. Yemen. Wow. Indonesia, they're banned in small shops and convenience stores. I guess, although I mean, but liquor is a convenience. Why wouldn't it be in a convenience store? <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, again, it, uh, the, the, the enforcement of this was very difficult because, um, again, large in larger towns, they oppose prohibition and um, cops were easy to buy and so were prohibition agents. There were far too few prohibition police and they were far too easy to buy off. Um, they had speakeasies. They had uh, all these home distilleries. And by the way, home distilleries back then were not like... People, you t- people talk about home distilleries. They're like, they're, they're like these fun experiments. And well, what's that show? Beerland? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the show. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm crazy about the host, but whatever. She's all right. I don't... It's, you know, it's like... It's like... Uh, what's it called? It's like kind of like Bong Appetit for booze yeah well maybe not like buying appetit more like weed get or i don't know i haven't watched viceland in a while uh, viceland kind of fell off hard after uh this is the marrow yeah but i i, I later learned that they were like depending on these on these marrow for ratings like they would tell them not to take vacations because yeah. they would lose they would lose ratings i love these is marrow but I watch it now and it's not the same. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's it's not yeah, quite as like, funny. I feel like they're controlling themselves. Like they they they're not able to be themselves. Does that make sense? I don't know. I feel like I feel like what's it called? Because I feel like Viceland would have been more woke than Showtime, right? Mm. But it just seems. I don't know. It just seems more. Meh. It seems more like a cash cow than it does, than it does more like genuine entertainment anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I'll give I'll give it another shot. I'll I'll watch you know some more clips. <laughs> it definitely doesn't help that you need a fucking subscription to Showtime now to watch their full episodes. Like, come on. Come on. But yeah, the uh, the gangs the gangs became crazy powerful. This is where they started to remember like the mob control that 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 they had over several cities. The gangsters. Yeah, this is where this is where it it really like took off. Yeah. You know, uh Al Capone, aka Scarf the real Scarface. Oh, gambling and prostitution also reached new heights. Uh and a growing number of Americans came to blame prohibition. That's funny. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense though. Prohibition definitely made illegal illegal friend, like illegal enterprises far more um potent. Mm-mm-mm. Because such a such an obvious and widespread appe- wide appealing product being prohibited like that, well, you know, what's going to happen? People are going to start selling alcohol on the low. And again on these um on these home breweries, these home distilleries, all that shit. It was terrible. It was really fucking bad. Like, people were producing very unsafe liquor. And there were, like, a thousand deaths per year from unsafe liquor consumption. Oh, wow. Yeah. A thousand deaths per year during that time. And, uh... Not to mention, it cost, uh... 
it cost the it cost the U.S. economy a shit ton of money that they could have like they could have made off of a uh, off of uh, I think it's excise taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they could have they could have allowed breweries and such more you know legal operations. They could have taxed that. Um, just so just so much opportunity was lost. But hey, it, it, it made for a shit ton of opportunity for a lot of for a lot of people who who weren't uh you know who probably came from nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean what what is it? Jay Jay Gatsby? He was like uh he was like a small town regular ass dude, right? Yeah. I mean, we know he we know he wasn't a real person, but he was certainly a uh a reflection of the new money that emerged in the Roaring Twenties. I am convinced Jay Gats- Gatsby is Jack Dawson. He's afraid of pools, baby. He almost drowned in the ocean. So he almost drowns in the ocean only to come back? As Jay or Jack Gatsby. Yeah, but then, yeah, but then it didn't work out because he, he got murdered like only eight years later. Or that sucks. Tw- ten years later or something like that. I don't marry a woman. Yeah, true, but I mean... I understand he was still mad at Rose for not sharing that door with him, but come on. She waited for him. But to to be fair, like Daisy was just a Daisy was just a mess anyway. Daisy was a mess. She was a hot mess. She was, I remember I read and that. Tom book. was a roaring piece of shit. Oh yeah, I right. read that book and I was like, I remember reading and I was like, what did I just read? And then the movie came out, and I was I was one of the first ones to go see the movie because we got a pre pre screening tickets at work. Okay. And it was a group of us at work, and we went, and I was like, yeah, The Great Gatsby, I love this book. And then I was like, what in the shit did I just see? Yeah, it was too, uh, I get what they were going for. They were going for, like, because the parties probably actually were like that. Oh, yeah. They but, definitely looked more extravagant than they did in, like, the 70s rendition. But straight up, he did parties for her attention. Well, that was that was also in the book, right? Yeah, yeah. For the green light. Yeah. In the horizon. I can't. I cannot. Well, I mean, I think his. I think his biggest mistake was just cutting off the parties right when they, right when right when they like re you know were reconnecting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he should have kept it going. Yeah, it would have been easier to, because I'm just there reading like, like I'm not I'm not here like trying to condone an affair, but if there is one affair that I certainly condone, it it it's it's definitely Gatsby and Daisy. Hmm. And it was just like, but, but then Gatsby starts unraveling too, and it's just like just starting to, trying to throw all his money at her, and yeah, just no part of that was good. Not to mention all the overly repeating, like, uh, I believe old sport. I believe. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up. Just, just say it once. And do we need the old sport? <laughs> so yeah, that's what uh, that's what we'll, we'll go further into into the prohibition era. On the uh, on the other side of that, <laughs> that's what the Eighteenth Amendment's all about. It's yeah. history. History. Uh, just just keep in mind again. Drinking water was not that safe. People, people drank then, way more than they do now. 
people were getting fucked up, just sloshed on a daily. Yeah. Uh, and also, remember, they didn't have cars like that until, like, the 20s, didn't they? Yeah. So, prior to that, in this in this society that people thought that they needed prohibition, people were just having DUIs on their horses and buggies. Just crashing horses and buggies, killing the horses, probably, and the three or four people aboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, what, what was it, better or worse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you know what I do know. I do know that snow that snow that's that down south is out. Snow in the sun. Snow in the sun is also out. Down south. Cooking. Cooking, and new collaboration with Frixos called Dubai is also out. Ah, look at you, yeah. baby! You've been busy. A little bit. Busy. So, are you gonna tell all of our listeners what you got me for Valentine's Day? No. Damn. Of course not. Nice try. <laughs> I've been trying to get out of him for days and he won't tell me. Nope. All I know is I'm getting picked up. And it's going to be like a movie. So the hint he gave me was, get in. <laughs> get in, loser. We're going Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I told you I made that up on the spot, though. Yeah, I know. <sighs> I swear. Oh, and uh, since we're now on the topic of Mean Girls, Mean Girls 2 sucked. Oh, it was awful. That shit was just so pointless. It was bad. Like, why? And wasn't the lead, like, Harper from uh, Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah. Yeah, she's alright. She's a nurse. Oh, that's cool. She's a nurse. She's, uh... I think she's an RN. And she's been working COVID cases at a hospital. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me see if I can find her. found her magic. Yeah, I mean, she's still acting, but that's what she went to school for that. That's pretty I cool. I, I mean, like, Rebel Wilson, uh, she's a she's a, a practicing lawyer, isn't she? Uh, is she? Well, I don't know if she's practicing, but she has a law degree. Oh, cool. Didn't know that. <laughs> mean Girls 2 is a garbage movie. <laughs> Just so pointless. And yeah, wasn't the wasn't the villain, like, uh, the chick from... The chick from Cory in the house? Yeah... Yeah. Yeah, what was with her accent in the show? I don't know. Where was she from? Like, Bav- yeah, she, yeah, they were they were Bavarian. She had, like, a thick accent, yeah. Yeah, because she was supposed to be Eastern European. Yeah. So, yeah, Jennifer Stone, she is personal life. But then she didn't have an accent when she sang? Because remember how they were a band? Yeah. So, she left acting at the time, to, at the time that she left... In 2013, she left acting to study for a degree. She got she started first in psychology and later switched to nursing. And she did nursing to better understand her own diagnosis of latent autoimmune diabetes in adults. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's she's worked a lot with um with people with diabetes, but she uh, she's a she's a nurse. All right. Shout out Jennifer Stone. Jennifer Stone. Yeah, shout out Jennifer Stone. Yeah. She hath found her magic. Didn't she date, uh, didn't her character date, uh, Justin's best friend in the later seasons? Uh, Zeke? Don't remember. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That was a good show. Oh my, that was, that was, that was a fun show. It's on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's new Marvel stuff coming on Disney Plus. I, I sent that to you the other day. Oh yeah, when is, yeah, let's, let's tell the people. When is, uh, when is Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out? 
I don't know. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It is... Is it out? Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, the Falcon and the no. Winter Soldier came out in 2020. Nah. It sets it premiere on March 19th. That's oh. going to be six episodes. Six episodes? Damn. Yeah. All right, let's see. Marvel Phase 4. So it doesn't look like any of the shows... This is kind of annoying. It doesn't look like any of the shows are going to run concurrently so far. Oh. Yeah, so uh, WandaVision is supposed to release... Or supposed to finish on March 5th. That's it? Yeah, it's nine episodes. Damn. Yeah. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to start on March 19th and go to April 23rd for six episodes. Is WandaVision something they're going to do, like, keep increasing seasons, or...? I don't know. So, thus far, it's being described as a miniseries. Oh, that's a no. Yeah, this may be the only season. Damn. Yeah, versus Falcon and Winter Soldier, though... You know what? I have no idea. Honestly, uh... Many of these could have just one just one uh, season. What the fuck, Disney Plus? Except What If. What is that? The What If is going to show, like, what if different things... What if things in the MCU went slightly differently? <gasps> Why am I down for that? That's going to be animated. Everybody important is supposed to come back and reprise their role. So this is going to be the last... Uh, this is going to be the last time that we get uh, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Oh, yeah. That hurts me. Yeah. Mm. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I was watching Lincoln Heights, and he's on. He's on that. Oh, in yeah. like one or two episodes, or like he's right now. He's been in three. Nice. He is like the the son of one of like the supporting, not supporting, like one of the recurrent. Okay. But yeah, and I saw him, and I looked at him. And I was like, oh, it's, it's the Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's see. The Loki show is supposed to start in May. Um, they don't have a date. What if it says mid twenty twenty one? No date. Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are supposed to start in late later this year, and then next year they're talking about Moon Knight, She Hulk, a Guardians holiday special, Secret Invasion, Iron Heart, Armor Wars, which is supposed to star Don Cheadle, uh, as uh you know reprising his role as. Um, War Machine mm. and an untitled Wakanda series. Okay. Now that I want to see. Me too. I'm down to watch Ironheart too. I'm sure it's supposed to cover Riri Williams. I'm down to watch all of that, baby. Yeah. As far as the movies go, Black Widow, May 7th. <gasps> so close! Shang-Chi, July 9th. I can kind of wait till that's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Eternals, November 5th. I do want to see Eternals. Ooh. December 17th, Spider-Man 3. Now that, we, of course, we got to see. Yeah. March 25th, 22. Uh, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And that's supposed to, like, that's supposed to pick up from WandaVision. I don't know about directly after, but they're supposed to be tied together. And she's going to be a, she's going to be a big part of that. I got to watch Dr. Strange. I've, I've never really... Yeah, I don't remember too much of the Doctor Strange yeah, movie. Yeah, me either. But I don't know that you'll need much. 
uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, May 6, 2022. And we have like full confirmation that that Chris Pratt, that Palm Clementief, Dave Batista, and Karen Gillan are going to be a part of it. Oh, and Sean Gunn. And uh, in order, they are uh, Star-Lord, uh, Mantis, Drax, Nebula, and Kraglin. How exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything about about uh, Rocket and Groot, though. Hmm. Bradley. Oh, no, I don't see anything about... Alright, and then what about Groot? Okay, so... Apparently there's been some discussion to have Vin Diesel in there. Uh, but yeah, Tessa Thompson, of course, is going to be there. She's Valkyrie. Natalie Portman's going to be there. She's going to be the Mighty Thor. Uh, Christian Bale, I guess, is going to be the villain. Gore the God Butcher. Oh, okay. The chick who played Sif. Uh, Jamie Alexander is going to play Lady Sif. She's coming back, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun. Okay. Oh, and Korg and Meek are going to be in there. That that makes sense. Yeah, cuz Taika Waititi himself it plays Korg. Yeah. Uh Black Panther 2 is supposed to come out July 8th next year. Captain Marvel 2 20 um November 11th next year. And then there's going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That's that's gonna be the new name, the name of the new, uh, the name of the new film, the the, the new Ant Man and the Wasp film, Quantum Mania. All right, so, uh, they keep speculating that that we're gonna get some fa- Fantastic Four in there. Damn, Guardians Three isn't coming until twenty twenty three. Damn. That's a long time. And then Fantastic Four is allegedly supposed to be at the end of this phase. Let's see what happens. Stay tuned. Yeah. So that that all is going on for Phase 4. Those shows and those movies. And we are loving uh, WandaVision. And we'll probably discuss... Let's let's discuss the, la- the this week's episode and last week's episode in uh, the next episode. How about that? Sounds good. Cool. And we'll leave you with that. Thank you for joining us. This is The Freak Show. <laughs> Give me your speaker. Give me your. <laughs> wow, baby. Nah. All right. You wild. Got me on the speaker. 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 What? As we go live with the freak, freak show jam. jam. What? As we go live with the freak, freak show, show jam. jam. Follow us. <laughs>